Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Good evening, Razorback fans. Welcome to the one, the only Hog Talk podcast. Coming to you live from the Sterling Soap and Roastery Studios, part of the Believe and Buzz radio networks where you can hear on, on all podcast platforms as well as Buzz to 106.7 in Central Arkansas. So please like, rate, review, and all live broadcasts are brought to you by Arkansas Brewing Company in downtown Ozark, Arkansas, as well as Bet On Mine which remains your number one source for all your sports betting this season. Bet Online features live betting, get live betting, free contests, and live scores for almost any sport or game imaginable. So head on over to betonline.ag to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use the promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, to receive your rewards. Bet Online, where the game starts. And now we go to the Metters. Lumber Hotline, uh, I, we said this before, uh, this is one of the most highly anticipated interviews we've had. Uh, Bree Ellis, recent transfer to Arkansas, thank you so much for taking time away to uh, th- this crazy past couple of weeks. So we really appreciate you coming on. Yeah, of course. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So we'll just back it up. You know, June 6th, you decided that you would enter the portal and then, of course, you gained a lot of attention about, you know, standing up and, and having a voice. And, you know, what I really want to start with is just the positive reaction to your voice and, and what it means to be able to enter the portal, what it means to have that chance. So just talk about, you know, when you really realize, hey, this thing's gaining traction and, you know, then the fun begins of choosing your new school. Yeah. Um, I think it really all kind of started with, you know, entering the portal and um, I think everyone kind of had their own idea of the portal and people like started this kind of little narrative, I guess you could say, um, about making the portal sound like a bad thing and a negative thing and um you know, every story exists, but um, I'm thankful that the transfer portal is here because I can do other things. I can move on. I can, um, you know, really get what I need out of a university and out of a program. And so I'm really grateful for it. Uh, I know a lot of other people, other girls my age are really grateful for it. I've had a lot of, you know, DMs on different social media of, other players either in the portal or are out of softball and, but they use the portal reaching out and saying, thank you for, you know, standing up. Thank you for saying something like, this is exactly how I feel. And uh, I just never could say it or whatever their story was. Um, but it's the portal. Everyone enters the portal for their own reasons, you know, and the bad thing about that is, and why, people can't just be so transparent on social media is because most of these stories are very like sad and traumatic and life-changing and just vulnerable, you know? And so it's not, 
the easiest thing to just put out there for everyone and their mom to see. Um, Cause you know, everyone can just get the wrong idea, twist words. It's so easy for all that stuff to happen. And so um, I just, I just really wish other people and other like ex softball players or still softball players or family members, I wish they would, you know, be happy that we, you know, made this decision that we're taking this initiative on our life, that we have the opportunity to do something like this and really just make a change. And um, I think it has gained a lot of traction. Um, and I think a lot of that honestly does come from some of like the bigger schools, you know, and the rumors and people like to say, oh, they're just transferring to go to a huge school and win a championship. That's like, I mean, people get, people just make up their own stories. And so I like to, I, I, since I am on the side of going through the process and seeing the good and the bad from it, and I've come out the other side alive, it's, I mean, I, it's honestly a blessing to us. It's it's a great thing, um, a great outlet, I guess you could say, to have um, in sports. And whether people are using it for good or bad, it's really nobody's business. And it's not their right to know, honestly. And, um, you know, if you share, you share. But, you know, <laughs> some people are crazy, you know? Yeah. Oh yeah. And you don't even know, like, like we were talking today, you know, people with faceless accounts are sitting there calling you soft and then you fire back with the charm. You know, it's things like that. They're, they're expecting it under your skin when it does it. And it's funny, the biggest narrative, and this is any sport with this portal is the team you leave. It's like Judas and the team that you go to, it's like, we're welcoming you with open arms. And so what I want to transition into is, you know, so you, announced that you know you're into the portal and of course you know you have schools and you get wined and dined and and, and so what separated Arkansas from of course you know like I said they wanted on you but what separated Arkansas from the rest of made you feel like this is where I want to go I know you had said previously that you know your freshman year that you wanted to come to Arkansas and play for coach Stifel but in the process, what separated Arkansas from the rest of like, okay, this is genuine. This is where I want to go play and I'm ready to have fun with these girls. Yeah. Um, you know, when I was kind of like thinking earlier of what I was going to say, I remember this story about coach Stifel that kind of elaborates on, uh, you know, the respect she has for her players. And it was a specific instance that I vividly remember um, was two years, two seasons ago. Um, they were in super regionals and they had just won the SEC regular season championship and the tournament championship. Um, and everyone just had really, really high expectations of them. Um, and a lot of people were like shocked. They, you know, lost to Texas and didn't make it to the world series. And that team was insane. I would know because I was on the other side of them. But that team was crazy, talented, experienced, all of the above. So um, what really stuck out to me was they showed it on TV, um, was after the last pitch, after they lost, 
she went out on the field and, you know, she hugged, she, she embraced her, her girls, her athletes, and they were crying on, you know, on her shoulder. And it's just like, like, that's love, you know? I mean, they just really had their heart broken right there. They, they were, they were set out on something that few can accomplish and um, everyone kind of thought they had it made. And, for things to just, I mean, whatever it was that happened, fall apart at the last second, it, it sucks. And instead of, you know, breaking a clipboard, throwing a hat, throwing a helmet, stomping off, she, you know, went out there and said, it's okay. Like we, we, we can come back. It's not the end of the world. And it's, that was just really huge to me. Um, so that was just a little example that I really like about coach Stifel. Um, other than that, um, I mean, Arkansas was amazing. On my visit, um, the I had my family and I had so much fun, you know, with the coaches and everything. And um, actually, when I went, we went on like an actual campus tour because I played at Arkansas two different times already, the SEC tournament and the series. And but you know, we just go from hotel to field, hotel to field, so we didn't really get to see anything. Um, so I had like kind of already this pretty set in stone vision of Arkansas in my head going in like, oh yeah, I know. Like I, we've been here. I know what to expect. I was totally blown away, like off my feet. That's not even an exaggeration. Um, my favorite part of the whole, um, campus tour was, I'm not super, I'm not really familiar with the campus. So I don't know what everything's called, but it's like, the the main area the really nice buildings whatever that's called it, it like looks like you're in um a museum district like it reminds you of walking through downtown houston in the museum district the buildings were so cool um i we didn't really you know get the chance to see that many people because it was raining and it was summer um but lots of cool restaurants cool things to do every single athletic facility is tip-top shape up to date that was crazy cool to me i had never really seen that where like everything is that like up to date um but what really set it apart at the end of the day is they have a, they have a vision they have a mission they're clear on what they want to accomplish um and they also have a plan so they're not just going to say hey we're going to go to the world series and we're going to make you an all-american they have a plan and they've let me know the plan of how exactly we're going to do this. And I have full confidence that it's going to happen. And so that's really nice. You know, when you're trying to decide between schools and crossing some off the list, like it was just, I mean, I couldn't say no, like it was just too hard to let go of something this great. So I had to take it. And the caveat is the first person that I believe that she went up and hugged was Taylor Ellis who played for Texas. And, yes. and, I still, when you were talking about that, I get chills thinking about watching that post-game press conference and just you talking about somebody who was just broken. And, and after that moment, and I still remember to this day, she was the same way after regionals this year. And just because she loves those kids so much, but, you know, she knows this team is close and adding a player like you, but also, you know, seeing what other transfer players who've come into Arkansas and just become better players and better people. I'm sure that had a lot to do with, you know, choosing Arkansas because you're like, I can go here and number one, be drafted like Shanice and look at, you know, what KB's done 
Danielle Gibson, what she's done and be one of those next players that come in and, and make a difference at Arkansas, but yet make a difference in yourself as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I definitely reached out to some of those people and some of them reached out to me um, and just had nothing but amazing things to say about the program and coach Shifel and just, you know, welcomed with open arms, accepted. Um, they won't try and change you. They'll instead just make who you are better, if that makes sense. Um, they're not going to change you. They're going to build you up. Um, and also knowing all of the, you know, great people that went through, it's, of course, um, really, like, you know, gives you a lot of confidence going in. But at the same time, I mean, it's it's like what we talked about before. It's like people go into the portal for a reason. So all those girls had a reason. And, yeah, they, they came out the other end, insane athletes, crazy good softball players, um, you know, awards, titles, all this stuff. Um, but they were able to do that because they bettered themselves as people. And, I mean – you can't perform unless you're a hundred percent there in the head. And that comes from all aspects, your social life, your school, your softball, what you do outside of your planned day. Um, it's just all so important. And so like goes into the, each person's success. So, I mean, you can, it's so evident, especially to me being on the other side um, to see the positive impact that this program has had on these um, players and how being in the right place for them helped them to be the successful athlete that they are today. And, and when you chose Arkansas, one is two part question one, and how long did you have to sit on that information of like, okay, we're going to make the official announcement. How, how like, cool was that to really sit on that but then when you announced was you expecting the type of welcome the the outpouring like you really got your first glimpse of Arkansas fan base without you even having to ask okay hey where's the fans at I mean they just flooded you with open arms so what was your response leading up to it and then of course the fans reaction to you announcing yeah so um it's kind of a funny story because <laughs> I made the decision. I chose a school and I think maybe five minutes later, I posted it on Twitter with no caption. I, I, it was like 10 o'clock at night or something. And so I FaceTimed coach Stifel and her, her boys were there and they were screaming and dancing. It was so much fun. And, um, and I posted it and I mean, I wasn't, I was not expecting, you know, that many interactions, I guess you could say. Um, but it was, it was really awesome. I got so much um, love from Arkansas fans. And I was also told going into this that our University of Arkansas is, is the Arkansas sports team, yes. you know, like there's no professional or like many other universities like that in Arkansas. So um, it's definitely definitely evident. And I've got so many, you know, nice DMs and on all social media and just nothing but nice things from these people. And some of them have even started to come have my back on some of this stuff. And I think that's funny, but um, 
Oh, I really appreciate it. And I think it's so awesome how much love I've gotten from them. And how, how long did it take you to sift and, and, and try to respond the best you could to all that and just really kind of take a step back and just soak it in like, this, this is going to be even better than what I thought going to this. Because I'm sure you've played. You've seen the fans in the berm and the full berm. But when it hits you personally, it, it, I'm sure it rings differently when they're actually congratulating you opposed to they're cheering for the team you're playing against. Oh, yeah. It's going to be so much better uh, hearing them call the hogs for me and not for someone else who hits a home run because it can get pretty old when they hit, I don't know, 14 home runs in a game and it's just – Everyone's standing up and <laughs> it was funny, but I'm, that's, that's so awesome. That's definitely motivation and something to look forward to. And there was also another addition to the coaching staff that we can officially talk to about now. And just, you know, what was your thoughts about that when they, they mentioned, I mean, of course, playing softball, you Gasso just named just rings and you're like, okay, you know, DJ coming to Arkansas and, being a hitting coach, I mean, seeing what he did at Utah, I mean, I know that just had to really make things, just put icing on the cake for your decision to come to Arkansas. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it was funny because I've had, like, a few conversations with him, and um, I'll, like, tell my mom about it, and I'll say, yeah, I'm on the phone with Coach Gasso or something, and it's like, I can't believe I'm saying that. Like, I'm on the phone with a Gasso. It's like they're softball royalty. Um, but I am so excited. Um We've talked one-on-one -on -one once so far on the phone, and I really, really loved what he had to say. And um, he's just he, – he knows what he's doing, plain and simple. He knows what he's doing, um, and he showed it. He took Utah to the World Series. I mean, um, I'm going to be honest. I, don't, I, don't really, I didn't really know much about the program before he got there, um, but I do know that they were in the World Series this past year, and I was not. So that says a lot about him. That's, 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 that's huge. But um, I'm so excited to work with, um, with the big guns, I guess you could say, especially hitting. I love hitting. I love working. Um, I'm so excited to start with him whenever I can and um, get this thing rolling. Yeah. And, and moving on to, you know, we're talking about, you know, and I want to go back to, you know, women's college basketball this year and just the excitement that, was with the postseason and, of course, with LSU and Iowa. Then you fast forward into the Women's College World Series and OU and their dominance and just the excitement. And, you know, we talked before recording, I know you've gotten a lot of negative attention about, you know, you coming to Arkansas and, and the Charmin stuff, but I look at both sides of it. Being somebody who's covered and followed women's sports since the mid-'90s, it's like, Yes, I hate that you're getting the negative comments, but on the flip side, it's so cool that people are actually paying attention to the offseason of women's college softball, which five, six, seven years ago would have never been a, a, an issue. You know, that would have been an afterthought. So, I mean, yeah. also, again, you know, yes, you took a lot of heat negativity, but do you kind of flip around and be like, you know what, this is cool that they're actually paying attention to us and of course, these portal, like you get to have your recruitment all over again. And it's like you're 18 again and coming yeah. out of freshman and, and out of high school. Yeah. Um, in this house, we say all publicity is good publicity. So even if they're trashing my name, they're still talking about my name and they're still putting it out there. Um, so, I mean, 
how however it comes, it's coming. Um, but it definitely, I mean, I think it's cool, honestly, um, how much attention this has gotten. I mean, I could post something super stupid, like a picture of like a selfie of me and my dog, and it would get like 20K interactions or whatever it is on Twitter. Like, it's weird that, not weird, but it's like surprising, I guess is the word to me that people, it it reaches this many people. Um, so I think it is huge for women's sports. And I mean, the same thing happened to, I. and b- let me preface this. I'm not comparing myself to Angel Reese or <laughs> Caitlin Clark, but they also did get a lot of negative attention for being themselves, expressing themselves, having a fiery attitude and being great players. So, I mean, that's just, I guess how it works, but, um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, and that's the thing, you know, you talk about, you, you know, and, and when we got introduced to you, we also got introduced to your sister, AKA the fan club, you know, how cool was that being able to experience that? And what even was she expecting the love that she got in the interaction and the following that, you know, they were just as much excited to interact with her as they were with you. And how, how much did she enjoy that? She, I'm sure she loved it. I mean, <laughs> even even she's catching some of the negative stuff too. I think that's hilarious. Um, but her her Twitter page is hilarious. It's Brie Ellis uh, Fan Club is what she calls it, which is so funny. Um, but I, she said she was not expecting uh, this kind of attention, and um, I mean, she 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 made a lot of friends. Um, at like on Twitter for from Auburn and both her and I did make a lot of friends. And so um, like when I left, it was, it kind of sucked cause she had to leave too, you know, like she built her own thing <laughs> in a fan page. Um, but she did, she's sitting right across from me. Sorry. She's laughing at me. I, but, I, 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 knew, I told you to bring the fan club with you. I mean, I put it out there. So, you know, we have to say, you know, bring the fan club with you tonight. So. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's the whole thing is hilarious. And every time I look at her, she's moving her thumbs really fast, typing something. She's doing it right now. She's probably live tweeting. <laughs> yeah. I'm kidding. Again. We'll talk about, and, and that's where I kind of want to go with it is, you know, you being a portal player and you've been in the game a long time, talk about the difference of just what you've noticed in women's sports in general, from the time you stepped on, you know, at, at Auburn to where you're at with Arkansas, just the popularity overall, you know, we we've come a, it's like we talked earlier, we've come a long ways, but yet we still got some work to do when it comes to bringing more awareness to the women's game. But I have to say the excitement of the women's basketball and of course how softball is, I mean, it's really ramp up, you know, the popularity of the, the women's game. Yeah. Um, the, the views are, I don't know the exact math, but a lot larger than they were the past few years. Um, I think the Auburn Alabama game three this past year, um, softball, uh, had like, I don't want to, I don't want to say the wrong thing, but it had a lot of views and it was like more than, whatever baseball game was going on at the time. I don't exactly know, but it, there was the amount of views and I was like, Oh, I, 
I was in that game. That's crazy. And after I got off the field, I had like 500 Instagram followers after just playing a softball game. So I was like, oh, I guess this was this one was on ESPN or whatever it was. Um, but it's really cool. Um, the amount of attention it's gained and whether it be good or bad, people are still talking about softball. Um, and at the end of the day, people just love it. I mean, it, I see people commenting all the time about they weren't fans, but then were surprised about how much they loved it after like watching it this year, whether it be the Jordy ball story or whatever it was, they just, they, they really do love it. And the people who say it's dumb and don't like it have probably never even watched a game before and don't know what they're talking about. So it's like people definitely love it. And when that happens, more people watch it and watch it and it grows and grows and grows. And one day it'll be up there with the rest of them, but we definitely do a self work to do for sure. Yeah, and, and talking about the Jordy Ball situation, we won't deep dive into it. I just the yeah. point I wanted to make is, you know, softball is one of those sports. And, I mean, even a lot of the women's sports, there's not a – with the WNBA, softball, whatever sport there is, there's not a big pro movement that these girls can look forward to going after college. So we are seeing an influx of, hey, I want to spend my last year playing at home. I want to spend my last year – playing in front of my home state. And how much do you think that does put into these decisions of, look, there's not that after softball, yeah, you can go play in the Pride or, or go play in the uh, Athletes Unlimited. But for the most part, there, there's not much less other than, a you know, a, a career or, or your personal life. So what what how much of that do you think plays into that effect of playing close to home or going and making the most out of your last year of your softball yeah. Uh, I think it's huge. I, that was, at the end of the day, a huge thing for me as well. And I'm glad you brought that up because I have tried explaining that to people. But it's, I mean, this is all we got. This is all I have. Um, I, I, I could, I could play a few years in professional leagues, but I mean, I don't exactly know how much they make, but I think you're going to have to have a job on the side or something like that. And you know, then internships and actually getting started with your career. It's just a really, really weird situation. And it's so up in the air. And it's, it's just, it's really, really, it's kind of confusing for me. Um, but I love, I love what we have. We have the Athletes Unlimited. We have the actual league started by Lauren Chamberlain. Um but also at the end of the day, it's not the end all be all. Like I can't say I'm going to the league. Like yeah. I can't say, yeah, I'm skipping class. I don't have to go to class. I'm going to the league. No, I need to get my degree at least one if I want to, you know, make it somewhere in life. But um, so I don't, I, I don't really get another chance to be, to go to the world series, to go to, um, any kind of championship, something like this is it. I got, I got two years left and I don't want to waste it by going in circles in the same direction as I started. I want to change it up and, you know, actually make a move towards the goals that I have and what I want to do. And another topic that we haven't really even touched on is just what it means to have the NIL 
brought into the women's game and, and, and college sports in general and how much that has affected kids that they actually get something, whether it's a little bit or a lot, but now they're actually getting something because everybody can sit on the sidelines and say that these kids don't deserve money or they don't deserve this, but hardly any of them has ever stepped foot in a D1 or any kind of collegiate atmosphere as a, as an athlete and realize the dedication of a, a job there yeah. and you can't have a job. Yeah. So, you know, talk about, you know, a little bit of, you know, what that's meant for softballers, women's athletes, that they are able to have an opportunity to benefit from something like NIL. Yeah. Um, I think it's huge for all sports, of course, but specifically sports like, softball where I don't know the exact number. I think it's like we only get 12 full scholarships for a team. That's probably, that could be wrong, but it's like a limited number of full ride scholarships. So, I mean, basically nobody has a full ride scholarship. Like that doesn't exist in softball. Now, if you have good grades, you can fill the rest of it up with academic money but that's not always promised. So with NIL, it can um, kind of, you know, pay the rest of the way um, of what people need, depending on, you know, how much they get. But I think it's huge personally because it gives us something to work for, you know, like you get offered a scholarship when you're 13 years old, you accept it, you sign the papers, whatever. And it's just a set amount of money. It's great. Don't get me wrong. But now with this huge, new, shiny, flashy things coming along, it's like, like, wow, I want to start reaching out to these people. Um, I want to get experience. I want to make money using my name. And I figured this out when I was taking one of my classes at um, Auburn and it was it was like one of the things was we had to make our resume and we had to follow a template and it was like past work experience. And I went up to my teacher and I was like, I don't, I don't have any past work experience. Like this is my job. Like I don't have time to go out and, and, you know, be a waitress and serve people. I don't have time to do that. Um, And then she brought to my attention, well, have you, you know, have you done any deals with anyone? I was like, that's huge. So that's also something athletes can bring to the table is previous experience with these actual companies. And some of them are really big and it's a big deal. And that's a, that's respectable in the workforce rather than just saying, yeah, I don't have time. Like I, I, I never had a job because it's true. I didn't. (laughs) So. We'll wrap it up with this. You know, what, you know, we'll leave with this comment. You know, what do you see your role at Arkansas? You know, what do we expect to see from Brie Ellis and how many Brie bombs should we kind of count on to see, you know, next year at, at Bogle Park? Um, I would say my role, I want to start it off. Um, I want to go in there and I want to be – everyone's biggest fan. I want to make relationships with each of these girls, my coaches, um, and create, you know, that bond because it's crazy how really important that is for success as a team is each individual bond and, um, we're together all the time. So that's, that's really huge. 
um, is being able to know how to talk to each individual player, how to approach them when you have bad news, when you have good news, stuff like that. Um, you know, it's kind of cheesy, but it is my goal and it's my job to be a great teammate, not just a good one, a great teammate. And um, because there are hard times, there are really hard times, whether it be on the field or off the field, and we have to be there for each other. So that is going to be the first, my first goal at Arkansas. Um, but outside of the teammate stuff, my goal would be to be a leader on the field and have a presence, but also at the same time, kind of make it fun. I like to have fun when I play. I feel like um, usually the people I'm around when we play better, when we're having fun and we're loose and we're just, we're going with the, with the flow and everything. So um, I like to make it fun, but also when it's time to be serious, it's time to be serious and gear up and go. Um, and then, you know, I would say probably my, my biggest job would be uh, to drive in runs, whether it be a double or a home run that, at the end of the day is my job. And that's what coaches want from me is to drive in runs. Well, Bree, it, it's been an amazing interview conversation, you know, wish you the best uh, for me personally. Thank you for standing up and, and not being afraid to put your voice out there, to put yourself out there. I think that's another thing that's unsung when it comes to this is you are putting yourself out there and, and taking all the arrows and the bullets but you're doing it for every softball, every female athlete. So thank you from us here. And we cannot wait to see you at Arkansas and hitting a bunch of Brie Bogle bombs. <laughs> of course. Thank you so much for having me. It was awesome. You're welcome. Well, that will do it for this episode of the Hog Talk Podcast. We will catch you again next week. And every evening, we're going to try for more, more uh, live shows during the week. 7 o'clock will be the game time on that. But we will catch you next week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.